Welcome to the CQ on Congress Coronavirus Special Report. I'm Jason Dick, Deputy Editor for News at CQ Roll Call, and we're here to provide the policy news you need to know about the coronavirus pandemic. Today is Thursday, June 11th, 2020. Coronavirus infections are spiking in parts of the country that were among the first to reopen from stay-at-home orders, particularly in Sunbelt states like Arizona, Texas, and South Carolina. There are also concerns that cities like Washington, D.C., that were the sites of large protests against racial injustice and the death of George Floyd, might see similar spikes. That's prompted some officials, like Senate Minority Leader Chuck Schumer, to call on the White House Coronavirus Task Force, remember them, to brief lawmakers about the virus resurgence. Earlier this week, one of the task force's most recognizable members, Dr. Anthony Fauci, told a virtual health conference that coronavirus was his worst nightmare and that in just four months, it had devastated the world, and he did not know where it will all end. Over in the House, Majority Whip James Clyburn has announced the full staff of the panel he leads, the House Select Subcommittee on the Coronavirus Crisis. That's a signal that the panel is just starting its oversight work of where coronavirus relief dollars are going. We're going to start tonight with CQ Roll Call health reporter Mary Ellen McIntyre, who has a story about two healthcare groups who are teaming up to put pressure on vulnerable senators to support more coronavirus relief. Two healthcare groups today launched a digital ad campaign targeting four Republican senators up for re-election in battleground states this fall. The ads from Healthcare Voter and the Be a Hero Action Fund were previewed exclusively to CQ Roll Call, The ads are urging Senators Tom Tillis of North Carolina, Susan Collins of Maine, Cory Gardner of Colorado, and Martha McSally of Arizona to consider legislation that the House approved last month to respond to the COVID-19 pandemic and to vote for that legislation. Senator Mitch McConnell, the Senate Majority Leader, has said that the Senate is not planning to take up that legislation. And this all comes as cases of the coronavirus that causes COVID-19 are rising in some of these states, such as Arizona and North Carolina. Outside groups have been spending money in all of these races this cycle, especially in Maine. Um, And then also both Gardner and McSally have referenced the coronavirus in ads that their own campaigns have recently released. The virus and how Congress and the federal government is responding to it, as well as the health and economic fallout from the coronavirus pandemic, will continue to be major, if not the major issue on the campaign trail this cycle. The group Healthcare Voter has previously also spent money on an ad campaign in Montana where Senator Steve Daines is up for re-election. So these are all issues that you can continue to expect to see outside groups spending money on in the coming weeks and months as we get closer to the November election. Now CQ Roll Call senior writer Ellen Ferguson has a story on how the top Democrat on the House Agriculture Committee worries that his panel has been left out of deliberations about how coronavirus relief to farmers would be distributed by the Agriculture Department. There have been a lot of letters flying around on Capitol Hill recently, uh, all related to different pieces of legislation that have been passed that provide economic aid to various segments of uh, the U.S. economy. Agriculture has been right up there. They've been hurt to some degree, in varying degrees, by COVID-19 market disruptions. And in response, Congress provided the Agriculture Department with about $23 billion um, in March to fashion an economic relief plan. And the Agriculture Department has proceeded with that. However, there's been a lot of dissatisfaction with what's been rolled out by the Agriculture Department. And the chairman of the House Agriculture Committee, 
Colin Peterson, a, a Democrat from Minnesota, is among those who have raised some questions about how it's been structured, some oversight of different types of, of commodities. Some were included, some weren't. And he, along with three subcommittee chairmen, sent a letter earlier this week to the Agriculture Department outlining things that they have heard from their constituents, from fellow lawmakers, and that they themselves have raised as a concern. And in particular, the chairman has said that he feels as though the Agriculture Committee has been sort of a bystander in all of this and putting together the economic relief plan. And so he expressed some frustration and said that he has gotten complaints from people in his district about how the program's $16 billion in direct payments has been structured. And he says people don't believe him when he says, I don't have anything to do with that. I can pass along your concerns. So this is, a, uh, this is not the first time some of the authorizers, people who sit on these authorizing committees, have raised concerns about the appropriators sort of um, overshadowing them and taking control of areas that they, the authorizers, also have some interest in. So I don't know exactly how this is going to be uh, resolved. I asked the chairman in my reporting if he planned to hold a hearing, perhaps, to do oversight of a direct payment program. Said he was unsure, especially because of the current um, schedule for the House and its reliance on virtual hearings. He would like to do an in-person hearing, but he said he'd wait until he gets a response from the Agriculture Department to see where um, the next step should be taken and whether there is another step to be taken. That's going to do it for today's podcast. For everyone at the CQ Roll Call Newsroom, I'm Jason Dick. Thank you for listening.